Welcome to 2023. Hello, my friends. Welcome back and happy new year. Right now is the time that we have all of that energy of new year, new you. But the reality of the situation, as far as I'm concerned, is that it is typically new year, old you. This is the time when a lot of people make resolutions and it lasts for a couple of weeks. I can testament to that um, just based on how busy it was at the gym this morning. But I don't like resolutions. I think that a resolution is very much kind of like a wish upon a star energy and it doesn't really get you where you're going. I don't like resolutions, but I love goals. And we've talked about goal setting here before, but I really want to dive into it again because I think that as we go into yet another year together on the podcast and another year together in the community, it's so important that we are moving the needle forward in a way that matters. And so we're going to talk a little bit today, and I'm going to use myself as an example only because I don't think that it is fair to put somebody else's life or choices out there on blast. So this isn't just an opportunity for me to talk about myself, but it is an opportunity to use myself as an example so that you can have a real world case study that hopefully helps you. So I am a big goal setter. It's something that I've been doing for many, many years, and it's not just thinking about my goals. It's writing my goals down. It's writing out underneath my goals what my why is and how it tracks back to my life, and then setting those goals to a visual that I can look at every single day. I think that the visualization, I think that seeing something helps us make different choices. And I got into this business because I wanted to make the world a more beautiful place and I wanted to create joy and I wanted to bring something different that hadn't been seen before. And if you want to make the world a more beautiful place, you have to make beautiful choices. And beautiful choices for me are really about intention. And so if you haven't done this yet, or if you've done it slightly, and that's my little that's my my big bulldog walking around in the background. Um, we're going to start with this. I want you to take stock of who you really are. And by who you really are, I mean what your priorities are. What are the things that you care about more than you care about anything else? What are the things that are going to define you, not just as a business, but as a person? And so for me, the the most important thing in my life always is my family. It's the relationship that I have with my husband. It's the relationship that I have with my kids. It's am I showing up as a good daughter? Am I showing up as a good sister? Am I showing up as a good friend? And our industry is filled with hey friend messages, but real friendship is about having somebody and being willing to be present in their life, to being willing to bear witness and to be there to celebrate them in the good times, to support them and to to be a shoulder to cry on in the tough times and to be a sounding board. And those relationships are at the crux of everything that I am. The next thing that's super important to me is I do want to live beautifully. And now notice I'm not saying luxury, I'm not saying expensively, but I want to live a really beautiful life life. So separate from the relationships where at the core, living beautifully to me means that I take care of 
myself. It means I invest in my health. It means I make sure that I go to the gym. It means that I put on my makeup and I do my hair, that I wear my jewelry and I carry the bags. It means that my house is well decorated and appointed and that it's clean and that it's organized and that I take care of the things that I've worked so hard to put together. And the last thing that it means to me is that I'm able to take these beautiful relationships and this beautiful lifestyle and that I can extrapolate it out, that I can be the pebble that skips on the water that creates a ripple effect that encourages and inspires and educates other people to live more beautifully. In a very small sense, that means that the six or seven clients I take a year I really make sure that I understand them. I really make sure that I dig deep, that I bend the universe to my will, and that I create something that they couldn't articulate, that I see them truly and fully for who they are, and that I am able to create and build environments that encourage them to show up as their best selves. It means that I create the best possible work environment for my colleagues, for my creative partners, for the people that I'm working with. And that in the community, because my business is so small and so niche, because it is intentionally boutique, that I'm able to take the things that I learn and that I'm able to teach other people and inspire other people to do that in their own business. Because I can only touch six or seven couples a year if they each have 150 people at their wedding, I can be transformative for a thousand people once a year. But if I can work with other wedding planners, other event designers, other hospitality professionals, and if I can give them the tools and the inspiration, then they can go out and they can do that for another thousand people and another 10,000 people and another 5,000 people. And that is really how I would like to make the world a more beautiful place. So that's my personal inventory. So now my question is, what's yours? What is it that you really care about? Now, of course you love your kids, but maybe being present on a day-to-day basis isn't the most important thing. Maybe you have a partner who carries more of that load for you, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, You know, I have built a business that's really small, And there are decisions that I have made that I know I am judged for in terms of the fact that I don't go after certain pieces of business, that I don't put myself in certain rooms. And that's because that business and those rooms don't track back to who I am as a human being. So you need to figure out where is it that you want to put your time and your intention. Do you want to be the parent who does pick up and drop off every day? Or are you the parent who's super present at dinner? Do you have a relationship with your spouse or your partner where you are together on a day-to-day basis? Or do you really love those two or three days a month where you get quality time? There is no right answer. And I'm certainly not going to tell you that I've cracked the code. I've only cracked the code for me. But I want you to think about who you want to be as a person. What are the qualities in your life that you value? What are the things that you are willing to work for and to sacrifice for? What are you willing to give up? There are very few things that I am willing to give up 
when it comes to my relationship with my husband and with my kids. But there are things that I am willing to do in order to ensure that the lives that we have are really spectacular in my vision, in my world. So I want you to really think about who you want to be and who you are and the gap between the person that you are in this moment and the person that you want to be. That's where the work is. So after you do the personal inventory of your life, now I want you to go and I want you to apply it to your business. So if I, if I pull the string and I connect the two things, because I want to be really present and I want to be around as much as I can be with my kids when they're kids. My kids are, my son's going to be 14. I've got four more years of him living under my roof and being a dependent and being a kid and having that level of access and influence. That means that I can't do volume. I can't do volume speaking engagements. I can't do volume couples. I can't do volume coaching. It means that I need to be very, very select and very specific in who I'm willing to work with and how, because I don't want to do 20 weddings a year. I don't want to be on 20 stages. I want to be where my particular skill set and my particular art will resonate the most. And so when I look at my life and I look at my business, my business is built to support my life. The same thing goes with my clients. I really care about being transformative. I want to make sure that I can see people so clearly and that I can kind of noodle around in their brains, that I can understand who they are at their core. Because if I can really see you, and if I can really understand you, then I can go back into my own kind of mental cave and I can bend the universe to my will. I can give you the perfect world. I can create an environment for one night, for one couple, for one experience that is totally different, that's ephemeral. That means that I need to look for clients who are comfortable giving me time, who are comfortable giving me real unadulterated access to their being and to their lifestyle. I need to be able to work with people who are open to having conversations that go beyond the pretty wedding, but that they're willing to talk about how they see the world and the things that matter and the things that they're afraid of. And I need time to dedicate to each one of those couples. I can't be stretched too thin. And so when you start thinking like this, this is a much different conversation than I want to do X numbers of clients. I want to book X amount of business. I want to take in this or that. It's really about sitting down at this time of year and understanding who you are, designing a life that you love and that you can be proud of, and then supporting your business and building your business in a way that always goes back to who you are at your core. So I happen to do this in Trello. I'm going to put a link and some videos so that you can take a look at how it is that I set this up. But when you are going through in your goal setting this year, the first thing I want you to do is come up with a list of things to remember. Maybe these are your North Star guiding principles. Maybe they're the core of who you are. Maybe they're the things that you need to remind yourself of 
day in and day out so that you don't get trapped in the minutia. So my things to remember is that my ultimate goal is to live my best life and to do so beautifully. I need to remember that it's not just about a new year. It's about a new day and that every single day creates a new life. I need to remember how hard I have worked for all of this and that success is never an accident and that I need to appreciate every single opportunity that I get. I remind myself every single day that my kids are only kids once and that this time is really fleeting and that in the end, I need to make my decisions with my family in mind because for me, it's family over everything. So I want you to come up with five things that you need to remind yourself of every single day. And then I want you to make a list of the things that matter to you personally because if they said it in um, You've Got Mail. If when they say it's not personal, of course it's personal. It has to be personal. If it's not personal, then it doesn't matter. So what are the things that matter to you personally? Find an image, whether it's from your phone, from a magazine, from the internet, that really creates that spark in you about what matters specifically to you. I have a family photo. And underneath my personal list, I say that the things that matter to me the most are love and the connection I have with my family and my friends. To that end, I would like to be able to have a quarterly date with my husband. I'd like to be able to take my kids out for one-on-one -on -one time two to three times a year. I need to put an effort into making myself the best version that I can be. That means going to the gym. That means getting dressed, doing my hair and makeup, putting on my clothes, putting on my accessories. It means appreciating and using the things that I love, carrying the bags, wearing the shoes, because life is a special occasion. It means that I need to really make an effort to connect with people who matter to me. That means just a hello phone call. It means random text messages. It means remembering people's birthdays and anniversaries and using my calendar to do that so that I can bear witness to the lives of the people who've enriched mine. And it means finding something to continue to develop myself and challenge myself. And for me, that's about reading and education. It's about finding times to say, here's 10 books I'd like to read this year and making a list of those 10 books and checking them off because I do love a good checklist and I love the accomplishment that comes when I get to check that box. It means educating myself and finding people who see the world in a way that I don't quite see it yet, who can teach me how to think. And it means developing my own way of moving through the world. To do that, I need to do a lot of mindset work. So the next column you are going to do is mindset. This is really where you figure out how it is that you can set yourself up mentally and emotionally so that you can go out and tackle these goals. So the first thing that I have on that is I have a photo of myself on stage at one of my favorite presentations that I've ever given, and I'm not going to tell you what it is, but it's where I really felt like I was in the zone. It's where I felt like I was teaching people things that were going to be helpful for them, and we were all just vibing and you can see in my face that I'm truly thrilled to be there and that there is a response. And so 
I like to say, if I can imagine it, I can have it. That I need to be grateful for the things that I already have. So I try to list three things that I'm grateful for every morning and every night. That in order to be my best self, I'm a workhorse, I'm a Capricorn, I need the work, I need the goal, and my goals need to be really big. So I review my entire goal list every single morning. And then after I do that, I spend five to 10 minutes visualizing the perfect day, the perfect future, the perfect wedding installation, the perfect event, the perfect book, because that sets me up so that I know I can go into it and I can be in a really good place. The next column you're going to do is your health and fitness. Now, I know that this sounds vain. I know that it sounds silly, but if you do not have your health, if you are not in a good place physically, you cannot show up in the world the way that you need to. And so for me, I have a picture of myself on the beach at a time where I was not my thinnest, but where my life and my lifestyle and my health and my wellness journey were really in a fantastic place. And so I put on that list that I want to look and feel like the best version of myself today. That means staying on my Weight Watchers and tracking my points. It means eating more protein and more whole foods. That means that I cook at home five or six days a week, that I want to be active three to four times a week, that I want to sleep. My goal is seven hours. I don't always get seven hours but that I really want to be getting seven hours of sleep so that when I wake up, I'm refreshed and I'm focused. So that's my personal life. That's who I am in the world. That's going to be you setting yourself up as a human, not as a business, as a human to be the best version of you that you can be. Once you figure out and you get real clear about who that person is that you want to show up as, Now I want you to go and I want you to apply those principles to your business and I want you to come up with your work goals. So I looked at what I wanted in my life and what I wanted my life to look like and feel like and I said, okay, my work goals, I want six to seven really perfect ideal clients, whether it's couples and weddings or baby showers or birthday celebrations or corporate, I only want to do six or seven because that gives me enough time to really see people. It gives me the space to be really creative and it gives me the schedule and the presence to be present for my husband, for my kids, for my friends. So I would like to stay within my six or seven but I would like to continue to grow. And so I would like to grow my business and my revenue by about 15% this year. And I think that 15%, especially at a time where there's a down economy, 15% in my market is a solid number. And I want to earn that 15% by being better than I was last year, taking the time to be a better person, feeling more whole within myself, continuing to read and educate myself means that I am better today than I was last year, last month, two days ago. And that means that my work is of a higher quality, which means it is worth more to people who care. I want to be able to have time for all of the things that I want to do. So I want to continue to time block my day with about 85% accuracy. 
I want to get better at working without the TV when I'm doing deep work. There's things I can do and I really like having the TV on because it kind of keeps that one part of my brain from wandering. But when I'm doing creative work, when I'm designing, when I'm writing, I really want to do that without the television on. I do have a new book that was supposed to come out for Wedding MBA last year. It simply wasn't ready, but I'm going to get it out this year in Q1. I want to continue to sell my courses and I want to continue to create content on the blog, on the podcast, in video, because if I can only touch six couples, 150 people, a thousand people a year through my own wedding business, if I can teach other people, if I can inspire other people to run better businesses, it elevates the entire industry. It makes the entire world a prettier, more productive place. And that's what I really want. I have financial goals for myself, the amount of money I'd like to make, the amount of money I'd like to save, the amount of money that I'd like to spend, things that I'd like to do for my family, things that I'd like to do in terms of paying my taxes in advance, things I'd like to do with auto saving. So you do need to remember that you as a person may exist as an artist and as a creative, but your business exists in service to that. And so the business does need to have its own set of financial goals. And all of this work doesn't mean anything if you're not going to enjoy it. Enjoying it for me means travel. I got to travel a pretty decent amount domestically as a child. When I was a kid, I got to go to the Caribbean. I got to go to Mexico. As an adult, my personal life took me in a different direction and I didn't get to do as much. But now... I am kind of falling in love with that wanderlust again, and I'm watching my children experience different places and different people and different cultures. And so seeing the world and exposing them to something beyond their own backyard is very important to me. For you, it may not be travel. For you, it may be a thing. It may be an activity. It may be hiking. It may be working out. But whatever it is that brings you joy should be on your goal list and you should be actively working towards doing something along those year, those lines. Last year, I was able to take my family to Maui. I was able to take my kids back to New York. My husband took the kids to see his family. And that kind of stuff always ends up on the goal board because it reminds me of what I am working so hard to do. And then the last column that you should have are your passion projects. These are the what else. These are the what's next. So for me, it is about writing books. It is about launching and unveiling another course. It's about the hotel art installation. I loved creating the North Star for Aria. It was such an incredible joy being able to sit in that lobby and watch quite literally thousands of people interact with an environment that I built specifically for them. Watching different people from different places interact with the star and take photos and interpret the things that were in it in such a really different and unique way. If you haven't seen the North Star, it's on my blog. Um, but one of the things that I'm proudest of is the fact that on the night my father passed away, a shooting star went over the, went over the car. And that's where the star itself came from for me. And underneath it, the patisserie and the chefs from Aria created all of these presents and all of these gifts, things that are kind of universal, but every single one of them 
connects to me and to my family. So for example, obviously I'm a wedding planner. We did a lot of engagement rings and a lot of jewelry because this is engagement season. There's this enormous sugar bear and my daughter had picked out this huge bear for my son when it was his 10th birthday. And more than that, both of my kids in the hospital, the day that they were born, received a bear from my husband and I. There is a rocking horse, which is something that we had given to my son and daughter. There are little toy cars that he collected. There's dolls and shoes, which she loves. And so doing something like that, being able to take my very kind of small micro life and expanding on it in a way that could be universally enjoyed was so much fun. And so that's another thing that I'm going to be working on. I want to create an incubator. I want to be able to find a way to get more support in the house and in the business for myself, for my husband, so that we can really enjoy this life that we love. And so I'm sharing my goals, hopefully in a way that inspires you to sit down. And again, if you're going to listen to this podcast, I don't want it to be just something that you listen to in the car. I want you to take it and ingest it. And I want you to break it apart and put it back together in a way that is really useful for you. So when you go back and you sit down and you are going to do your goals, please do this. Number one, write a list of the things that you need to remember, your guiding light, the principles, the core of who you are. Make a list of personal goals. This is about you and your life, not your business. This is about who you really, really want to be in the world. Come up with the tasks and the practices that will help put you in the mindset to accomplish these things. So whether it is gratitude, whether it is goals, whether it is visualizing, whether it is making lists or writing or journaling, come up with some mindset work that can help you every single day get into a place where you can go and be the best version of yourself. Remember to take care of yourself. Have some health and fitness goals. This isn't about a number on the scale. This isn't about fitting into your skinny jeans, although my God, wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> but it's, it's really about being healthy. It's about setting yourself up and giving your body and your mind the ability to sustain all of the things that you really need to do. And yes, that is about cooking. It's about what happens in the kitchen. It's about how you move your body, when you move your body, getting enough sleep and resting. And then once you have figured out your life, now I want you to sit down and apply those principles to your business. If you are single and you don't have people that are relying on you and you have the ability to really go out there and do a lot of work, maybe this is a great time for you to build a volume business and go out there and be a destination whatever, wedding planner, florist, designer, hospitality professional, whatever it is. Or maybe your kids are small and you want to stay closer to home. And so you're not going to be doing volume, but make sure that you have built a business that supports not just your financial goals, but your life goals. After that, you have to remember that the business is a business and that the business's goal is to be profitable. And so sit down and really think about what that means for you. How much money do you want to make in the year? If you are raising your prices, you have to be able to explain 
why. What have you done over the course of the last 12, 18, 24 months that makes you worthy of a higher price tag? And then once you're making that money, what are you doing with it? What are you making? What are you spending? What are you saving? Those things are really important. And then last, I want you to have a fun, amazing thing that you do just for you. Whether it is travel, whether it is running a marathon, whether it is going to see movies in the middle of the night, there has to be something that is on your goal list for no other reason but that it brings you joy and happiness and makes you feel good and alive and inspired. And then lastly, come up with a list of passion projects because new year, new me only works if you do the work to show up as a new version of yourself. 2022, what an incredible ride. I mean, for for my own personal business, the business did work that I always wanted to do. The business created opportunities that put me in rooms and put me with people. And I, I was able to create art. I was able to stretch and grow, paint myself into a corner and get out of it. It was a time that likely, and hopefully we will all never live through again, where the world spun off its access and we were just writing ourselves. And there was all of this demand and there was all of this opportunity. And like everything else, there is a cyclical nature to the world where we had this big explosion and now we're going to contract again. And it is a great time to really sit and to focus, to think and to build the version of you that you would like to be, not just because it's January 1st, 2nd, or 3rd, but because that's how you show up in the world every single day. A beautiful life is based on beautiful choices, and beautiful choices are made when you connect to your passion, to your purpose, and to the authentic core of who you are. This was Andrea Epolito, first podcast of 2023. I have missed you, my friends, and I am looking forward to talking to you again soon. If there's anything that you would like me to discuss here on the podcast, on the blog, or on YouTube, please go to www.andreaepolito.com slash ask. Put your questions in there. I will be pulling from them all year long. Thanks so much, and we will talk again soon.